Hey, Benedict. Hey, Daniel. How's it going? Good. I just listened to the last episode, which we recorded a long time ago. I think this is maybe <laughs> the longest we've gone record. Yeah. Or I don't know. I guess we took a big gap around the funding stuff, but... Yeah, but we were recording a little bit more in there. But this one, we really... Because last time we talked, uh, WWDC hadn't even happened, so I hadn't even experienced the disappointment of no new MacBooks at WWDC, but it's all right. Yeah, but you bought a computer anyway. You decided just to buy it, and then you'll return it or do something later. Yeah, and it's been totally worth it because it's really zippy. I got the 13-inch Pro. Very exciting. Yeah. The other thing that's changed is last time we recorded, we were two people, and now, as of today, we're five. Yes, we were three people confirmed last time, and but nobody had started. No one had started exactly, and so yeah, today was the start date for the fifth employee at Arrows. Yeah, Kim is today. Today's July nineteenth. Let's say, so it's wild. We closed. We got the first funding, like the big cash in the bank, on April thirtieth. Then we spent most of May getting the angel investors. Then. We spent all of June preparing for the funding launch and hiring people and everything. Now we're in July and Colin, the designer, started. Last week, Sherelle started, who's our customer success sort of ex- expert and early advisor of Arrows. And then today, Kim started, who's our business operations person, but she's really going to be owning the sales pipeline to start. And we're still hiring more, which is wild. Yeah, and last time we talked about looking for engineers and we are still working on that. So if you're an engineer... Email Daniel. If you listen to this podcast, it's actually, we're talking to somebody now who listens to this podcast, actually. So if you listen to this podcast and you are interested. I, I think a lot of people, a lot of people who we've talked to do listen. Yeah, to they it. have. Actually, all of the employees we've hired, whether they had listened to it before or not, went and listened to it. Kim, who started today, when we first started talking about her joining, went and listened to it and was like, oh, I really like these guys. Like they, It's interesting to hear where they've gone and what they've tested. And I mean, that was, if you go back to our first episode, I think we talked about that being the goal, right? That eventually someday we'd hire people and we'd want them to know where we've gone and what we've tested. And it seems to be actually proving out. But back to the point, if you are a Rails engineer, particularly a senior one that loves building a full stack person who likes building features front to back and owning that, and you think we're nice people and you'd like to work with us, email me. DZ or Daniel, DZ at arrows.to. I would love, love, love to talk to you. This podcast brought to you by. <laughs> yes, exactly. That's actually a funny thing. <laughs> Speaking of sponsorship, we sponsored a Rails newsletter. The first thing we've sponsored to see if we could hire and we got an introduction off of that. And I think we're. it's interesting being able to pull the trigger on something like that a lot more easily than we would before. Yeah. Do we want to go a little into detail on the different team members or do you feel like that kind of rough overview covers it? Or do you want to talk about how kind of the company roles are evolving and shifting or how we're settling into that? Well, let's talk about the company hierarchy, like the, not hierarchy, like the company's goals, and then we can talk about our roles. But I think it's interesting to think about why did we hire these people? Part, I mean, they're great people and they're really smart and they're really bought in on the Arrow's vision and everything. But really when we started, you know, we raised money, we said, okay, well, we're building this bigger company. We can make bets now that can pay off in a year or so. We need to start laying the groundwork now that gets us there. And the first person that came to mind is Sherelle, who was one of our earliest advisors. We got connected with him a little over a year and a half ago. He worked at Sprout Social and some of our angel investors are our executives at Sprout Social. And they introduced us back then as he was just somebody who built out onboarding programs and success programs. And essentially if Arrows was a human at a company, 
that's Shirelle. He does what Arrows is aiming to do across a lot of companies. And so immediately when we had money, we went to him and said, hey, would you like to join us? And luckily he, he was interested and, and said yes. And now we're able to give him and his time basically for free to our customers and sales leads, which is really exciting. And we already started testing that last week and a lot of people are taking us up on that, which is really nice. Then we realized I'm spending all of my time on sales demos and calls and not doing a great job of following up with people and managing a sales pipeline and actually understanding you know, how many times we've talked to people and all that. I do pretty well on like the demo calls themselves. I think I'm actually solid at that, but it's all the process and structure around that, that where I'm dropping the ball and we have a lot to learn and figure out there. So, and by doing all that time, it takes me off of other things that we could be doing, like hiring engineers and working on the product and all of that. So we brought in Kim to help us with that. And she's immediately diving in and taking ownership of that, which is really exciting. And then we have Colin who basically is helping us from a product management and product designer standpoint, really owning a lot of the product direction and putting visuals and a polish on the stuff that we're doing. So that way the team has a more clear idea of where we're going. And it, that's all just been really valuable having these other people here so far. Definitely. Anything you think I missed or any anything in that? No, I think that kind of nails it. I think maybe one thing that we can talk about is an issue that we talked about on the last episode is starting to build those processes around the company and also trying to figure out how do we get people up to speed and how do we really try to turn it into a proper team where people have shared context and can make decisions. I think our end goal is that a lot of people can be empowered to make the decisions that they think will be best for the company and the company's goals. And so a lot of the work is making as clear as possible what those goals are and kind of getting everyone uh, on the same page there. Yeah, it's, I think the goals is one part of it and the where have we come, why do we make these decisions, or where do we think this is going in the future, how do we expect we're going to get there, what tests are we willing to try, and, and then yes, the goals are the medium-term like outcomes we're expecting to hit. But yeah, letting them feel ownership of that is exactly right. One, one example like we just talked about before we got on is Kim, we have a sales goal in mind for her at the end of the year that we're all working towards, but she's owning the sales pipeline now. And the biggest maybe risk in not hitting that, I think, is that we don't have enough demos booked over that period to actually convert enough of them. Like, I think the product is good enough now. What we're going to do with the product will help with that. We're converting enough people that we should be okay. It's just, can we get enough people to talk to? So one thing we said was, hey, if you had X dollars in budget per month, what would you spend that on to try to make sure we had enough demos? Or what would you nudge me to maybe go spend that on? Or how would we do that? But let her feel ownership over over that instead of me trying to do everything or you trying to do everything. And it's definitely a shift there from, again, two months ago when it was just us and we had to do everything. I think a lot of it is also trying to figure out what are the expectations around the work that other people are doing and trying to make that start to figure that out and figure out how do all the pieces fit together and what are the expectations and what failure modes are good and which ones are less good and how do we make sure that everyone understands those variables, I guess, and the way that we're trying to work together. There's something to that. Like, how do you make sure everybody is as their own area, zone of expertise or zone of ownership? has a clear idea of what the expectation or goal is in that. How do those interplay with each other and, and support each other's goals, which are in support of the company's goals? And how do we all have visibility and clarity into that? Right. And I mean, one thing that actually is a, a small example of that is like you, so we use threads.com, this tool that we use alongside 
Slack to do post notes or decisions for meetings and product specs and everything and discussions about them. But you've started writing like a Monday version of that where we do all hands or the company talks and then you distill all of everybody's goals and focuses for the week into one thing that we can all go see in writing and we can reassess and make sure like this is your goal this week but don't get sidetracked but also here's everybody else's goals and here's what they're supporting and if we see that progress over time that supports the efforts towards those bigger goals which is really nice totally what else have you felt has been a new like tool or process that has been helpful I'm not sure. It's challenging because a lot of the stuff I've been thinking about is like around how it's going with the contractors, how to evaluate that stuff, how to set expectations on that work, how to figure out what the test project is for potential new engineering hires and how do we evaluate that and how do we make that kind of process feel cohesive with what the company's work style is, but also not make it overbearing and kind of a thing that feels like a time suck and how to really evaluate whether someone is a good fit or not for the company. And I think that stuff starts to kind of bring a lot of questions to the foreground that need to be sorted through and figured out. But I think that stuff is also kind of challenging to talk about. I think that's interesting alone, just the idea that's what we're dealing with. And mm -hmm. it's, we've tested, how do we scale out the team? How do we scale out the product stuff we're building? How do we, if we are hiring somebody, how do we actually know if they have the skills? It's not that they have good skills or hireable skills. It's do they have the skills that we need and do they work and collaborate and communicate with us in a way that helps us all be good? Right. And I think that's the challenging thing is like most people pretty decent at what they do. It's more a question of like fit and how they fit into what we're doing and what we're building. Yeah. What we're doing, what we're building and also who all of us are. Right. There's like a, that other factor that I think we knew was important, but underestimated or didn't really think about early on, which was, are they a match for us and our styles of working communication, both us and are, are we a match for them? Mm -hmm. I think that's a big part of a lot of this is making sure we realize we're bringing people into this who are have every likelihood of being successful in this environment, given it's the one that we have right now, and we can't really change that within reason. So, yeah. So really, now we just have to go higher and keep testing and iterating on those processes, and that's it. Yeah. And that's I think, really yeah. the goal for the next two weeks. Yeah, and I think the product stuff especially, we're trying to figure out, as we've talked about in the past, like how do we approach it now with a different set of resources and a team around it and what structures does that team need? And, you know, because it's one thing we were talking about today is like, it's one thing when it's just you and me and we get plopped into a new week and we can figure out from scratch what's the most important thing that week. And it's much, it's, it's just, you can't really do that with a team. Yeah, expectations have to be shared differently. Mm-hmm. But we can maybe talk about that um, next week once we, since we have some tasks this week to, to figure out what that looks like. Yeah, that'll be a good one for next week. Cool. Cool. All right. Talk to you later. Later.